Welcome to the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. Brought to you by Kenny White Sports and the Power Ratings. And you can find all of this at KennyWhiteSports.com. Great website. You got to check it out, folks. We'll talk more about that in a bit. Kenny is here. Randall is here. Mike is here. We got a full crew. I'm excited about doing this podcast today. We're going to start off with this Dallas game that a no-brainer for betters after the way the year started with the the record against the spread. Kenny, don't you you agree? I think we were all on that. Yeah, you know, it's uh, amazing. Uh, Five minutes before the game started, I looked up and, you know, I've been talking to Randall about... uh, uh, expected value and looking for EV from uh, from uh, several different start books and I noticed there was a book who had uh, Denver at plus 550 and I said that's that's some there's some EV in that game and then I looked <laughs> down two more and then I looked down two more games and I saw oh my god Jacksonville's plus 880 oh my god now nah, there's no chance they can win and I just completely passed and afterwards, if you you do the do the uh, multiplication on plus five fifty and eight eighty, I think it comes out to like a fifty four to one shot. So you'd have won fifty four dollars for every dollar you bet um, on those two games. And the, the Dallas game, I'll tell you what, Bob. This is what I always say: power ratings are eighty percent of of your of your your foundation in getting started to betting. But twenty percent, you have to have a feel. Right. And the feel for the Dallas game was. They just beat Minnesota on the road with a backup quarterback, feeling really good about themselves. And then all of a sudden, uh, they go home and they're not ready to play. And Denver was, and Denver uh, beat beat their pants off. And that's just the NFL. I mean, it's up. There's so many ups and downs uh, in this league because there's so much parity. Oh yeah, I agree. All right, Randall gets the next question. It'd probably be a long one, won't it, Randall? <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm uh, I'm fully prepared for uh, about a minute question here leading up to. So <laughs> yeah, so you know this week Titans playing the Saints. Um, you know Titans after their loss uh, to the Jets went on the road, beat the Jaguars, um, beat the Bills and Chiefs back to back at home, back on the road, beat the Colts, and you know on the road last week um, without. Derrick Henry uh, beat the Rams, and this week, uh, if you look at that line, Titans minus two and a half, um, something seems really off here, and I think that, um, you know, I've talked about being a Saints fan before, I think that this line is very enticing to want to take the Titans, I think Saints defense is a little bit undervalued coming off of a bad loss against Atlanta, so just curious of your thoughts there, I think uh, the Saints are probably my top play of the week. Uh, plus the two and a half. Uh, like I said, very enticing to take the Titans minus the two and a half uh, when, you know, they've only got to win by a field goal. Well, that was 30 so you, seconds. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to figure out who you liked. You, you, you're a Saints fan, but you like the Titans minus two and a half? No, I, I actually like the Saints here. This, uh, oh, okay. I thought so. Uh, yeah. Well, now the line's three across the board. It's almost three everywhere. So you can get plus three with the Saints, and I agree with you. It's one of those spots, five straight wins now by the Titans. Uh, they've covered the spread in all five. When that, when that happens, bookmakers start to adjust. Five weeks ago, this game would have been Saints probably minus one or one and a half. But uh, now what's uh, happened lately, uh, that's changed. And we just had Tessie's first game without Derrick Henry. We see it in all pro sports. When the star is out, everybody else steps their game up. 
they stepped their game up to a new level to beat the Rams, who was the best team in the NFL. What happened to uh, the Saints last week after beating Tampa? Big letdown. They didn't even show up to play the Falcons because they figured they could beat them. I think this is the same situation here. The Tennessee uh, does not take the Saints uh, in high regard, and they may have a uh, a little bit of a C-plus game. They're not going to bring their A game. They brought their A game last week. Professionals never bring their A game back-to-back weeks. Wow, guys. Mike and I just recorded his segment on the radio show. And he was all over this, and he's back here just giving me all kinds of crap because I went with the Titans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you guys nailed every point I tried to explain to, to Bob here. I, I agree. I, I, this is a good spot for the Saints. All right, Mike, your question. Yes, yeah, so, um, you know, we saw a lot of upsets last week. Um, do you see any more upsets happening this week and from here on out do you think there's a good shot we're going to see a lot more upsets uh being that the playoff picture is so tight it's amazing how things run in, in sports betting uh 20 years ago i remember there was a year where the underdogs covered uh 59 of the time which is, was an amazing year one of the best years that bookmakers ever had because when the dog wins they're winning because the general public's betting all the favorites then very next year the favorites covered at almost 60 percent was just ridiculous the books had a horrible year they got beat up and and you're making adjustments every week and i'm thinking well sooner or later the favorites have to start covering never happened that year favorites covered 60 percent now every year it's normally right around 50 percent this year amazing the favorites uh, really got off to a good start and the, the players had a big three-week run that they destroyed the books but the last two weeks all these upsets have completely turned it around uh two weeks ago i had sportsbook directors telling me that have been in the business 30 years that two weeks ago that week was an all-time high top two or top three days ever of winning money uh, just on sunday in the nfl i had one property tell me they won almost five million dollars uh, because they won everything they won every decision and then this past weekend same thing another huge weekend for the book so we adjust the line to make everything 50 50 so it's like flipping a coin you may flip heads 10 straight times but that 11 time it's still 50 percent and i gotta believe it's gonna be 50 percent it's supposed to be week in and week out so I'm going to say there will be some upsets, but not as many as we've seen the last couple of weeks. Now, Kenny, I know earlier in the year you were feeling pretty good about the Broncos and their chances at the playoffs, but they have revived their running game big time. Melvin Gordon is really playing well, and he's on Mike's fantasy team, so Mike gets excited about this. <laughs> Mike's all over you today. Right. Yeah, with you. no, no kidding. He's trying to make a trade. He's trying to make a trade with me for Kamar because I'm out of the playoff race. But anyway. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like some family inside information there. <laughs> we better get everybody else in the league on this call before we make that trade. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the Broncos are a team, yeah, I'm holding an over ticket on, uh, over eight and a half wins. Uh, I thought they'd have a good shot at the playoffs. Uh, they were plus, I think, plus a dollar ten to make the playoffs. Um, I was so happy to see him finally wake up and beat Washington, but then thrilled that they could come up with such a big effort on the road at Dallas. So, yeah, I'm excited about the Broncos still. I love the defense. And, you know, the one thing that sold me on this on this Broncos this past week was Vaughn Miller getting traded. 
a team that's in the playoff hunt is going to trade their best player. Right. I just didn't, I, you know, maybe Justin Simmons is their best player, but Von Miller's got to be their second best defensive player. And I was just shocked that they made that trade. And then I thought to myself, you know what? You're a coach and you've been coaching a long time. What happened when you got rid of some of your talented players because you had to, because certain circumstances, your team got better. And I think the Broncos, everybody wakes up when that happens and goes, well, well, I'm glad he's out of here, but I better, I may be the next guy to go, so I better straighten myself out and, you know, be uh, more focused. And, and that, that brings more continuity to a team. And I thought this is good. And it happened. It doesn't work all the time, obviously, but it does work a majority of the time when a team trades their best player. Uh, the, everybody else steps up and plays, plays that much better. All right, we are the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White, the Wizard of Odds. And this was a question I actually had uh, for later on, but I'm just going to throw it out there now. And you could talk about what's in store for us on Kenny White Sports, especially with college basketball starting today. Well, yeah, Bob, this is the best time of year to jump in. Uh, the PowerRatings.com gets you a good start every single day to know who we lean to, who we may like. Uh, it's nineteen ninety nine a month, and you get the updated ratings in college football, NFL, NBA, and NHL every single day. Uh, great value there. Or if you want to just get the newsletter, which has got great stories from all the guys and the handicappers on the site, a lot of different charts. Uh, I know that Greg Sidoris puts a, a passing chart in every week for quarterbacks, uh, looking at uh, their success for fantasy football. And um, matchup charts, I got game charts, it's so much in the 30 pages of information in the newsletter each week. It's nine ninety nine. You can get those both at KennyWhiteSports.com. Yeah, it's fantastic. KennyWhiteSports.com, folks. You got to go there. Podcast every week. Check us out on Spotify, Apple, Google. You'll find us. All right. Um, surprises in the NBA so far. And Mike and I are both surprised at the Hawks' start. What about you, Kenny? I'm very surprised. This was a strong team in the playoffs last year. I uh, believe they made it. Uh, did they make it all the way to the, the conference finals? They did. Is that where they made it to? They did, yeah. They did. Trey Young hasn't played as well, but I love the nucleus. I, I really love John Collins. I think he's a superstar. Uh, Capella in the middle is a big-time player. They have so much talent. They impressed me. I've got a high rating on them still. Um They'll shake it off. They're on a four-game losing streak, but the, the, the Hawks are good. They're well-coached, well and they play defense. So I expect them to turn it around. Okay. All right. I hope I hope they do because I, I, I'd i like to bet them. <laughs> All right. Uh, I know it's, it's big. Buy, buy low and sell high. It's time to buy low on the Hawks because you're getting some value with them. Okay. All right. There you go. Should get some plus money. Uh, your Vegas Golden Knights get Jack Eichel. And my question is, being a St. Louis Blues fan, is that the missing piece for a cup run for the Vegas Golden Knights? Yeah, I think it may be because the one weakness the Golden Knights have had is the power play. And Jack Eichel could be the guy that really, you put him in the middle on the power play with some great wings around him. Uh, they could really be uh, potent in the, in the in the playoffs. So that's what they needed, a power play score. Uh, the Knights are going to have great value. This is a really good hockey team. But without without five key players right now in the lineup, uh, they're going to lose a lot of games. And when those guys get back, it's time to jump in. And uh, 
uh, grab some good odds on the Vegas Golden Knights to win the West and to win the Stanley Cup. Okay. Well, I'm just going to tell you right now, my pick for the Stanley Cup Finals is the Islanders against the Golden Knights. Nice. So. That's pretty strong from the St. Louis Blues fan. <laughs> I know. But, you know, I'm hoping uh, maybe a couple of those Golden Knights get injured along the way. All right. <laughs> College football rankings. We're going to end the show with this discussion on what is going on in the college football rankings, guys. And with Georgia number one, Alabama number two. Am I reading this right? Is Michigan State still number three? And yeah, okay, all right, that's what I thought. So where where are we gonna be at after this past weekend? Is Cincinnati are they the number two team in the nation now? Does Oklahoma make the top four? What are they doing with the rankings? Well, that's the, that's the million dollar question. We have no idea what they're doing with the rankings. They 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 really uh, surprised me with Cincinnati's ranking of number six last week. That was uh, well below of what they should be. Um, I would like to see that that Cincinnati moves up this week, and I gotta believe it's Ohio State moving to maybe three, uh, and hopefully maybe Cincinnati to number four. So so the 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 the, the, the college football playoff rankings have not been updated, but the AP Top 25 has Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama, and Oklahoma. Yeah, I can live with that top four, except for Ohio State probably should be there. Uh, there, Ohio State has to be in the discussion, but they do have a couple of big games left. Ohio State has to play Michigan State and Michigan, who's ranked eighth and ninth. That's that's a pretty gauntlet run there at the, at the end of the season. So. Okay, okay. So here's what my thought: if if Ohio State beats both of them, they should be in the playoffs. But if they don't, they're not going to make it. No, they lose one of those games, they're probably not going to make it. I'm going to say they're out. Uh, but then again, a lot of things have to happen. Uh, there's a lot of teams that have to continue to run the table. Oregon, if they ran the table, Oregon deserves to be in before Ohio State because they beat Ohio State, and that's why the playoff rankings ranked Oregon higher. Right. But if they, if those two teams were to play right now, Oregon and Ohio State, on a neutral field, uh, the betting line is going to be Ohio State minus six and a half, seven. Okay. They were fourteen. They were a fourteen-point favorite at home early in the year when Oregon beat them straight up. But that's kind of what's wrong with the playoff system, that it's too much of uh, rating, or too much of uh, records and who did what and who did, you know, what they did. Now, a big win, that's a big win, Oregon, over Ohio State. But when you realize after you readjust, Ohio State's still better. If they played again another 10 times, Ohio State's probably going to beat them 7 out of 10 times. Right. So... You know, that's that's the, the, the difficult part of it. You should be rewarded by winning, and you should be up there. But uh, Oregon did lose to Stanford, and that's going to have to be taken held against Oregon, that right. loss against Stanford. That oh. was a bad loss. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. What about the t- the bottom four in the top ten in the AP 25? I'm talking Notre Dame, Michigan State, Michigan, and Oklahoma State. Any of them have even a shot at, at, at sniffing the playoff? I would say so, yeah. Um, I would say Michigan and Michigan State both do. If they beat Ohio State, one of those two beats Ohio State, they are probably in the Big Ten championship game. If they win the Big Ten championship game and finish 12-1, and 
that's a really good conference. I believe that the last man standing in the Big Ten should make the make the uh, championship game. Oklahoma State has an easy run too. If they beat Oklahoma, and they'll, they'll have to beat Oklahoma twice. Right. If they beat Oklahoma in the regular season and then beat them in the Big Twelve championship game. You know, then there's a question. You just beat the same team twice. Is that is that worthy of of that uh, um, college football playoff spot? So. It's, they, there's so much left to be done. We're going to have some crazy finishes here in college football. There, I think there's seven teams or six teams still left undefeated. Uh, we may be down to one or two when the college football playoffs start. Hopefully down to one. <laughs> All right, folks. Great job, Kenny. Great job, Randall. Great job, Mike. Great job, Bob. All right, we'll be back next week with the Sports Nut Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. Brought to you by KennyWhiteSports.com. We'll talk to you next week, folks.